This is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. It is time again for the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and you are in the right place at the right time, no matter where you're at. We're live right now on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. So please subscribe if you're here on our Rumble channel. That is our main live platform because it is our uncensored live platform. I paid a stream to that one so that you'll have a place to go if something should happen to the show. And then we go up later as a podcast. So if you're here on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast, hello to you too. Please share this show out. Please get this out everywhere and everywhere, everywhere and everywhere. Put it everywhere, all the places and more, every place you can put it. Share this as far and wide as you can get it because we are heavily suppressed. This show is so throttled. It's unreal. We'll get 100 shares and 115 views. It's unbelievable. So please share this out. This is an important message of truth that we need to get seen. So it'll get as far as you can get it out there. Put it everywhere you can think of. And thank you for coming. Thank you for coming to the show. I have a lot planned for you tonight. It's going to be a big show. We have at least two hours coming up for you. In the second hour, we have a new installment of Prepping with Babels. That is our prepping series that is being hosted by Babels. She's going to do prepping again, so we're going to learn more. And tonight she's doing like edible plants and things, like how to survive in the wilderness, dude. We're going to learn everything about being in the shit. And then I'm going to do some news with you in a rant segment. I've got a rant segment planned for you and some news to go with, go through with you. So that's what we're going to do on the show tonight. But let me say hi to everybody that's here. While I let you know what's been going on in my life, and it might be what's going on in yours, because there's a massive storm that has been sweeping the nation, and it went through the Midwest, 
not long ago, about, well, four days ago, approximately, because I'm about to miss my fourth day of work, maybe. I've been snowed in my house for the past three days. I could not leave. I could barely get out to go to the store. Luckily, we have a little grocery store here in the town that's walking distance from the house. We were able to get up there because, you know, some people did some of the local roads, but the state hasn't been through here yet. Apparently, my state, Missouri, is short 400 MoDOT operators, you know, snowplow drivers, 400. Uh, apparently, because of COVID, it, it's insane what's going on, you know, that we can shut down the world because of the flu, that my state is right now crippled because we've never been that great at handling snow here in Missouri, but 400 drivers short? How in the hell are we supposed to get anybody back to their life? It's, we're going on four days now that I can't get out to go to my job. This is ridiculous. I can't afford something like this. This is really going to be hard. You know, so this really sucks. But right now it's hitting the Northeast. So a lot of people up north in the east, Northeast are dealing with it now. Uh, Joan happens to live in Pennsylvania. They're getting hit with ice. She says nothing but ice right now. We got snow, probably like 10 to 12 inches of snow. And it is ice underneath, though. I, I ventured out to try to drive because I want to go to work, you know. So I went up to try to drive and I got up this big hill by my house. I got up that hill, but I was scared the whole way up it. And then I got where I could turn around and I came back home and I was scared going back down that bitch. It's scary, man. I don't like ice at all. I don't like the feeling when you don't feel like you're in complete control of the vehicle. I hate that. And I hate when you know you're not. That happens for like a second, you know, it's scary enough. But when it happens real bad, I had an accident on ice once. I totaled my car. In fact, the insurance adjuster wasn't really sure how the windshield and window didn't break. And I didn't get more hurt because it was a bad wreck and it was on ice. And I'm terrified of ice. So I'm real scared to drive. I want to go, though. I really want to go to work tomorrow. You know, I did not expect to be out four friggin' days. You know, I can't handle something like that. But let me say hi to everybody who's here before we get started. And then, uh, like I said, we got a lot to do. So I got a lot to get through with you and some stuff planned for you. But hey to Joan, how are you? And thank you for saying that. That's awesome of you to say. And hey to Lee and Lolly. Good to see y'all. What's up, Dolores? Hey, Roseanne. Good to see Terry's here. Hey, Clinton. Come on, man. How you doing? It's been a long time since I've seen Clinton. Clinton's come on the show before. I'd love to have him back on. He's a great guest and a great friend of mine. So I'm glad to see you here, man. I'm glad you could make it. But let me see. Craig's here. Hey, Craig. Y'all share this out. Get this everywhere you can. Put this in all the groups you can think of, anywhere that might like news or truth or prepping, because we're going to be covering all that stuff tonight. Babels is prepared for her segment, and that's going to be great. And like I said in here in just a minute, I'm going to start news with you. But I'm really hoping I can get to work tomorrow. You know, I have a van, so it's not super good on ice. Uh, I saw a lot of trucks out. In fact, going up that hill, there was a truck behind me. I wanted to turn around. But he was right behind me and I had to keep going until I could find a good enough place to turn around and come back. But I was scared, man. I don't like it. I don't like to drive in those conditions. And I don't have the type of vehicle for that, really. 
And where I live, I live in the country. So we're some of the last roads that get done anyway. And like I said, my state is down 400 something operators, which is crazy. So how are they supposed to get anything done? They came through here one time today and I got all excited because I saw some plow trucks. They didn't do much and nothing and they haven't been back since. I'm hoping they come through the night and I get up in the morning and the road is able to be seen because it's just a fucking inch and a half sheet of ice now with snow on top of it. And it's, they got to do something about it by morning, I hope, and I just need them to. Joan says right now it's all freezing rain and sleet, no snow yet. Well, it's a pretty big storm. It happened here for like a day and a half, the storm hitting and just snow and snow and snow. I have a little bitty dog, so I had to clear out a spot outside for her to use the bathroom. I cleared her out a, a path and then a wide spot so she could walk around and stuff. And I had to re-clear that at least three times during the course of the storm. So it's a pretty intense storm. Craig's not having any snow in Australia. So there's that. That's good there. But what else is going on in Australia, man? How is things going there? What's going on there? It, it, it was crazy the last time I checked in. But I don't have any news in Australia. And nothing caught my eye recently from there. So I don't really know uh, where you guys stand in. I know the southern part of Australia was insane with that app. You had to scan yourself with facial recognition and you only had so much time to do it before they come and arrest you. And there were certain areas that were locked down and locked off from other areas. And what's going on there now, man? Let me hear about it. But anything else you guys want to talk about, please do. And then later on, I'll be including you guys a whole lot during the Prepping with Babel segment. I always include you guys in the conversation with Babels and and uh, that way we can both talk to you guys and, and include y'all in the conversation. So all that's going to happen tonight on the show. So if you guys are ready, I have some news stories that I want to go through with you and talk about. So we're going to do our news segment. You know, uh, I got some news stories to talk about with you. And I thought it'd be neat to do our news segment on a Friday night now. I can pretty much pick whichever theme I want to do, you know. I can pull from the hat at this point. So let's do a little bit of news. And then later we're going to do some rants. All right. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit with you guys is this trucker convoy. So the Canadian trucker convoy is now seeking legal help because their GoFundMe has been shut down. They suspended their GoFundMe and they had raised almost $10 million. I think it was over $10 million that they had raised to support these truckers that people like me and you sent in to support what these people are doing. They suspended that. You know, I assume the money goes back to whoever donated it, but it won't go to these truckers where the people intended it for to go, which is disgusting. You know, if I give to GoFundMe, if I give to a campaign on GoFundMe, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I donated my money and that's why I want it to go. Why are they able to shut down 
a GoFundMe if it's not something dangerous? And what did they call this to make it dangerous? You know, it's hard for me to get behind this, but I understand why they're doing it. I see what's going on. You know, you have to take stands. Now, there are convoys all over the world joining together with Canada. They're everywhere, including the United States. But what I see happening here is the supply chain gets shut down for regular people and regular people being the ones that suffer and, and end up hurt by this. All that aside, though, if I gave to their GoFundMe, I want that money going to them. So this is disgusting. I don't like this. And they want us to raise money for everything on our own. But how are you supposed to do that when they can shut it down? When they can just turn it off? When they can go in and say, oh, you raised $10 million? Oh, that's really nice. Here, let me hit pause on that. And that no longer matters. You, you know, you guys can have your money back, but all that momentum you built on your own, your grassroots, fuck that. We can't let you have that. Anytime you get any kind of power piled up, we have to pull the plug on that. So I would never trust GoFundMe ever again for anything. That's the message here in our version of news tonight about GoFundMe. That's the takeaway. This is bullshit. Now, whatever excuse they're using to take the money away from this trucker convoy, I don't care. It doesn't matter. To me, this means we no longer use GoFundMe. That's the only way that you teach a corporation anything is to no longer use them, to no longer support them. So we cannot use GoFundMe. The next thing I wanted to talk about here is that the army is now going to immediately start discharging unvaccinated soldiers. Now, what I think is happening here is the payoff in a loyalty test. So that's kind of what it was across the board. It was a live drill. It was a drill that went live. And they tried to see how far they could push it. And they pushed it pretty fucking far. You know, it's pretty unbelievable how far that they actually were able to push all of this. But now they're going to start discharging the soldiers that wouldn't fall in line. A lot of soldiers stood their ground and didn't get this vaccination. Well, now they're going to be discharged. And uh, I don't know exactly the numbers on it. I just know that you can start expecting to see this happening. And they're going to be discharging these soldiers that didn't pass the loyalty test. Because I'm telling you, that's what it was. This was a loyalty test to see if they'd fall in line, to see if they would alter their DNA for no reason, just because they were told to with an implied threat, which is now turning out to be true for them and for employees of the Hershey Corporation. A lot of employees of Hershey were fired as well because they refused take this vaccination so they no longer have their jobs and these soldiers will no longer be soldiers but in my opinion and this is just my opinion they're better off being out of the military industrial complex because they're just pawns that would be 
used and then thrown out. You know, 22 veterans a day commit suicide in the United States because we throw our veterans out like garbage when we're done with them. So to me, these guys are actually getting out on top here by getting out of the military. And in the way that it's happening, I think is even better because that way they get to see that you meant nothing to them. You were nothing. You took a stand and didn't want to let them alter your fucking DNA and, and erase your immune system and make you dependent on booster shots for the rest of your life. You took that stand and they turned their back on you because you meant nothing to them. They would have put you in a situation to have your head blown off. And they cared about you not at all. So you're better off, in my opinion, to be out of that. I wouldn't want my son to be in the military. So if he took a stand against this vaccine and was getting discharged, I would be prouder than hell of him. So I think this is actually the best way this could go for these soldiers to be getting discharged. I think I would want that if I was them, you know, I wouldn't want to stay in there. Why would I want to devote my life to people who have that opinion of me? That I'm nothing. That I'm just something to be cast aside and thrown away. Why would I ever want to devote a career to an organization that thought of me in that way? You know, same goes for Hershey's or anyone else whose job is trying to tell them they need to inject themselves with something like this, with anything, to keep their job. You know, I philosophically don't agree with drug testing to keep a job. It's none of your fucking business what I do when I'm not here at your job, at your place of business. When I'm not here doing work for you, it's none of your business what I do. So I don't agree with drug testing either. But I'm glad these soldiers are taking a stand. And like I said, I think they're better off being discharged because... There is all kinds of evidence that these vaccines are horrible. Now, for one, they don't have to tell you what's in them for 55 years. 55 years, they don't have to tell you what's in these vaccines. Now, why in the hell would they need to wait 55 years to tell you what you've injected yourself with? If it was really in your own best interest well there's all kinds of evidence coming out that it's not and this evidence is coming from the defense department so miscarriages are up 300 percent over 300 percent actually in vaccinated women in the military that's terrifying when you apply that to the national scale because this is probably the only place that it was being tracked. You add that into VAERS data, and this gets frightening as hell. It gets to the numbers somewhere between 400 and 600,000 unreported miscarriages that could have been due to this vaccine, just based on these statistics from the Defense Department. 
that is terrifying. You know, couple that with the FIFA players dropping dead. You know, last I reported it, it was an average of five to six a year, and it was like 190-something that had already died in a year. Children and coming down with myocarditis and heart conditions and, and all kinds of problems, having heart attacks for something that has a less than 1% fatality rate. And the next thing I wanted to read for you is from Steve Kirsch, and he is the executive director of Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. This is something that he prepared to give today at a meeting that was being held at the ACIP, which stands for the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, and they uh, report to the CDC. So his statement on why they should not approve the Moderna vaccine his reason number one was after 90 days, the Moderna, the Moderna vaccine has negative efficacy rating against Omicron. You cannot possibly approve a vaccine which after just 90 days demonstrates negative efficacy against the predominant variant. And this was clearly shown from the Moderna vaccine in the Denmark study and subsequently confirmed from data from the German government. And now over 13 studies confirm it. And then he goes on, reason number two, the Moderna vaccine kills more people than it is likely to save. He states that a very conservative estimate of the number of deaths using the VAERS data and the CDC's own methodology shows that the Moderna vaccine has killed at least 64,000 people. The Moderna trial data shows that over 13,000 lives may have been saved, but that this optimistic because the dominant variant has shifted. In short, the Moderna vaccine will kill at least 4.8 people from all-cause mortality for every life we might save from COVID. 4.8 people from every life saved will kill from current VAERS data. And then the third reason he gives is the vaccine fails on an absolute safety basis. The Moderna vaccine kills at least 643 people per million and that makes these vaccines nearly thousand times deadlier than the smallpox vaccine, which was previously the most deadly vaccine in human history and is considered too unsafe to use by experts. And his fourth reason was that you shouldn't approve the vaccine before you see all the safety signals. He says that the phase three trials claim that no safety concerns were identified, but there are hundreds of very serious adverse events that are being ignored. And he goes on to explain it with the various U.S. data. He says there's 1,245 events, 415 times the normal rate. Just with that one example there, 415 times normal. And you're not getting a concern? Look, it goes on and on and on, the reasons. Got new cases since the vaccine spike like this. There's just no reason for this vaccine and for the mandates and all this nonsense. That's why I called the military exercise a loyalty exercise. I think that's really what they're doing there, is trying to see what soldiers were deeply loyal and then getting rid of the ones that weren't, that didn't pass that litmus test. Well, I don't think you wanted to pass that fucking litmus test. 
I don't think you wanted to be on the list of the most loyal soldiers. And we don't want to deal with that list. Think about what they're left with now. So this whole time you've been thinking, oh, well, the military won't do it when they turn them on us because they'll stand up for what's right. Well, they're eliminating the ones that will stand up for anything. The rest that are left will do whatever they're told to do. They will follow orders. You know, and we're heading towards bad times, in my opinion. Because I think we're heading to lose our place on the global stage. I don't think we're going to be top dog anymore. I think we need to start getting ready for the fact that we're going to be replaced by China. We're not going to sit at the head of the table anymore. I don't really know what's going to happen here because our military is still quite impressive, but our economy is falling and the global power seems, seems to be shifting to China. And now our new boogeyman Russia is aligning with China heavily and China has agreed to a 30 year gas pipeline deal that will be paid in euros, not the US dollar. And more company, more countries, companies, they're basically companies, more countries are moving away from the US dollar as far as petro goes, which is what holds up our dollar, that in our military. So a lot of things are setting up to make it pretty clear that we're going to collapse. Our economy is going to collapse. I think America as we know it is going to collapse and things are going to change in a big, big way, but it really looks like they're placing China to take our spot. And I don't know if you've been following, I, I hadn't been because I don't really watch sports at all, but the Olympics have started in China. And I saw this video earlier of this reporter. He was trying to report on the opening ceremonies and they ushered him out of his live stream. They're censoring the shit out of everything coming out of that Olympics. But of course, it's China. But look at what's happening here. And it's all heavily based on China's system. So we're going to have restrictions like that here soon. We're going to have situations where, you know, they're shutting down all social media there now over their Olympics. Anyone saying anything outside of what they want is getting banned on their social media. Well, how far are we from that here? It goes on now here. We're heading that direction. But again, our big villain here, Russia, is being paired up heavily with China. And, you know, China is heavily in control of our current administration, which I'm going to show you here in a second. They're actually attempting to investigate that in the Senate. But Russia is now claiming an unprecedented relationship with China. So if they're our enemy, they're pairing up with who looks to be taking our place at the table. I don't think either of those things are true because I don't think there is a fucking table, really. I think these are all actors, you know, and they're just playing their roles. The people that really own this planet, they own all the land, all the resources, everything of value and merit to, to, to own and us. They're really in control. These government officials. They're not doing anything, really, are they? I don't think. 
You think Putin's really kicking ass on the global scale? He's taking a stand. He was standing anybody's way, anybody in real true power, they would put a new hole in his head like they do anyone else. I think he plays his role quite well. And that's why he's been in power for so long. And all these figures that stay in power, you know, do their role quite well. Speaking of, our current president, Joe Biden, is heavily tied to China. You know, the next piece I'm going to show you talks about Hunter's ties to China, but Hunter's really just Joe's bag man. He just handles dirty business for Joe. Joe is heavily indebted to China as he pretends to be against them and protecting your interests from them, but he is not. And this Senator Grassley is demanding answers on Biden's family ties with China, but will he get them? I don't know. Will these people ever be exposed or see any kind of justice? They don't usually. I can't point to a lot of it in just my lifetime or even anything I've read about before. Any justice seems to come long after the fact and, and not be real justice, actually, at all. And then the wrong people are usually tried in the moment and held responsible. If you ever find out who was actually responsible, it's so far after the fact that they completely got away with it. And just like this with Joe Biden, there is millions of dollars traceable back between their family and China. Dirty dealings. And then Hunter gets to be a famous artist now. There seems to be no repercussions for any of this shit. Well, I don't know how that gets explained. Other than that, this is all nonsense. You know, every time I cover news, it's kind of uncomfortable while I do it. Because I realize I'm telling you lie after lie after lie. This is what they're telling regular people, though. They're telling regular people that they have nothing to do with China when there's millions of dollars just that we know about tying them to China through dirty business deals, etc. They lie to you constantly, and their media does that. And here in a minute, I'm going to explain to you in the rant segment what's going on there. But a lot of you already know this is a weapon. Every single news story I showed you tonight is weaponized propaganda. That's what this is. You know, I hate that that's the situation we find ourselves in, but it's the situation that we find ourselves in. I can hate it all day long, but that doesn't change anything. It doesn't make it go away just because I don't like it. You know, I wish that it did, but it doesn't. But let me see what you guys thought of that, the news stories that I covered with you guys and what you guys have been talking about during that. So, no, we're not on Twitch, Lee. We're just on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook tonight. I get three platforms at our current tier. When we get some more support for the show and we raise up to another tier, we'll get eight platforms. I'll be able to go to eight different places, so that'll be good. And... uh I see Babels is here. Good to see you. Glad to see y'all joining us during the show here. But Clinton says, wait for it. I know, man, the hammer's going to drop. But when, when, when is the hammer going to drop? 
We're going to talk about that a little bit in the rant segments coming up here in a second, too. But smash them shits. Joan is right. You have got to smash them shits. Anytime you see a like button of any kind. Now, on Rumble, it's called Rumble. But anytime you see those buttons, you got to smash them shits because that really does help us. You know, it's an AI that determines what gets out and what gets seen. So by hitting those buttons, you trick that computer into thinking something super interesting is happening in here. And then it thinks it needs to show it to people. So maybe if we smash them real hard, we can trick it even as it tries to shut us down. I don't know if that makes any sense or if it would work, but it is fun to smash buttons. I love hitting buttons. So if you do too, smash them shits. But in just a little while, we are going to be doing another installment of Prepping with Babels. That is our segment that we do every other week with my wife, Babels. That's what we call each other is Babels. But she does a lot of research for that. And she goes into different things that we'll need to know in prepping type situations. And tonight she's going to be covering some interesting stuff having to do with survival. You know, she's talking about being deep in the shit. If you get out in the wilderness and need to survive, that's what she's going to be talking about tonight. Edible plants and things like that. So we're going to learn a lot tonight. And Clinton says that they spent a long time setting this worldwide web of corruption. And it's going to take a few years to take it down. But he sees people being forced to wake up. And I do too, man. There's an awakening going on. You're absolutely right. And I'm going to be talking about that in the rant segment coming up here too. I got a lot more to go through with you guys. I just wanted to check in with you real quick and see what you guys were talking about. But there's a lot more to talk about tonight on the show for sure. And there's more news that I even got to get into. We're going to be getting into that in the rant segment in just a bit. But I just want to remind you to share this out. But if you guys are ready, I want to change gears a little bit. And we're going to rant a little bit about that news and some other things. So let's get started. I thought that after that news that we should rant just a little bit. You know, it's fucked up what passes for news nowadays. It's crazy. You know, well, the CIA infiltrated the media in the 50s. We all are aware of that with Operation Mockingbird. And they took it over. And their express purpose when they did so was to make sure that everything that every American believed was false. They've accomplished that. And media today is complete and total bullshit. Wall-to-wall propaganda. That's all it is. And all that they ever do is use intense fear to push the agenda. That's all they do. That's all they're for. They are not for news or information. It's sponsored content and propaganda. That's all that they do. The media. You have to get your information other places. But the thing is, you can do that. I'm just a regular guy. I put that whole new segment together myself through research I did on my own. 
with this computer in front of me right now or the one in my pocket, you know, the one I carry around that we all have, information is everywhere right now until they eliminate it. You know, they are trying to cut it off, but until they do, you have access to it. You can inform yourself. And if you do, you find out that this is just fear porn that's coming out of the flickering box in the living room. It's nonsense and it should be disregarded. But if you aren't informing yourself, you think that there's a lot of shit going on that you need to be afraid about and scared about. And we mentioned a lot of it in the news, but we talked about it for what it is. Propaganda. In order to lower your vibration and get you afraid and make you concerned and make you stop thinking about things that actually do matter and that are important and to distract you. That's all it's for. What they actually fear, what they fear, what they're afraid of is thought provoking speech. You know, if someone attempts to have any kind of open dialogues about important issues, like say a Joe Rogan, the agenda pushers will want to cancel them and shut them up right away. They'll swoop in right away talking about, though, you can't say that. You can't have those people on. You can't have those views on your show. You can have all of these other views, these establishment people. We've got all these great guests for you. Have one of them on, but don't have someone on that speaks against it, even if they help to invent mRNA vaccines and are an expert on them. Don't have them on if they're not agreeing with the agenda. You can't have them on your show, Joe Rogan. You got to step in your lane, man. You got to do what you're supposed to be doing. You're stepping out of line. You got to fall in line or we'll take your voice away. We just gave you a hundred million dollars. We could take that away just as easily as we gave it to you. So you better fall in line. Well, he apologized and he offered to put up a disclaimer, but I don't think he's going to stop having people on. He said he would try to have other views on after the controversial views. But like I said, this was a, guy that was responsible for inventing these mRNA vaccines, speaking out against what they're doing here with this agenda. It was not a nobody. He has experts on. This guy is a leader in his field. It's just that he was saying things outside of the agenda, things that they don't want said. And 11 million people listen to every episode of the Joe Rogan podcast on average. That's crazy. The highest rated cable show, I think, is Tucker Carlson. He gets like 5 million. So the media lied and they've been lying their ass off about this whole thing with the Joe Rogan thing, but they lied again and claimed that Spotify lost $2 billion in market value because Neil fucking young pulled his music off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan, because they would not censor and suppress and silence Joe Rogan, Neil young rocking in the free world. Neil young had to pull his music off of the platform. And Joni Mitchell, Joni Blackface Mitchell followed suit. And they say that Spotify lost $2 billion when in actual real life, their stock actually went up because of all of this. You know, it's fantastic publicity for them and they're handling it well. I gotta say, I'm happy with Spotify about this, that they're not buckling under the pressure. So there's immense pressure. The fucking Biden administration is even weighed in to say that Spotify is not doing enough to censor Joe Rogan to stop this dangerous misinformation from getting out. Well, that's complete bullshit. And Spotify should stand their ground. You know, hey, wait a minute. Wait, what happened to this private company shit that we keep falling behind? Spotify is a private company. 
they're able to do what they want with their platform, leave them alone. They want the most popular podcast in the world to continue on as it is. And they'll put a disclaimer up for your dumbass, but they're going to continue to have these guests on. And he has world-renowned guests. That's why he's dangerous, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan himself is nobody to be afraid of for them. He's a comic, a stand-up comic, and an MMA uh, sportscaster, commentator. He happens to have a huge podcast, though, and he has these guests on. He explained it in a fantastic video how this just kind of grew from him hanging out with his friends. And now he has all these world-renowned scientists on. And yeah, they're speaking against the bullshit because it's fucking bullshit. Is that Joe Rogan's fault? You know, these are experts, doctors, scientists. And what they're actually afraid of is that you might think. You might take a second to think for yourself. You might hear some info that they want suppressed. And then you might use that info to form a thought of your very own. One that they weren't responsible for putting into your precious, pretty little head. That terrifies them. Because you may actually think. And if you think, you'll figure out they're fucking liars. And that's their biggest fear. That you'll pull the curtain back and see the sad, pathetic clowns behind it pulling the levers. And realize that this is all just a fucking joke. It's a joke. It's not a funny joke, even. It's like black humor, just black, black, black humor, just terribly black. It, they're mocking you. They're, they're shoving it in your face that they can do whatever they want. Well, they can't. They're not getting away with it. I don't know if you're noticing that. You probably are. It's fucking falling apart. And that's good. But that's not what they're showing you on that little box. But again, fuck that little box. That box is a liar. That's all it does. That's all it's for. And they want you to look away as everything that you care about is undone and taken away from you as they unravel your rights and unravel your country that you love and everything you hold dear and remove and replace it all with their great reset. They want you confused and distracted while they do that. As your way of life changes, they want you looking away and being ineffective to stop it. They want you too confused to react effectively, to be able to do anything of value and importance. But just look at what's happening in the world right now. You know, us conspiracy theorists, us crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists guys are like fortune tellers at this point. Never has so many things that we've predicted come to be all at once before. And yet, we are treated as though we're dangerous grandma killers by the media. We're dangerous and need to be silenced and stopped before we cause more harm. But positive side, no one's buying the bullshit anymore. They're not able to sell it. They aren't able to convince people. Less and less people are believing anything they're saying. You know, not long ago, they did a poll. And they found out that only like 30% of people even believe the American media. We had the lowest in the world in that poll. People do not believe our media anymore, which is good because they're nothing but liars. And there was a poll done 
In fact, recently, this is a new poll that 70% of Americans are done with this COVID nonsense and want to return back to normal life. They think we need to just accept it and move on. Just accept things are the way they are. That these people want the vaccine, these people don't, and masks don't work. Just accept the whole thing, that this is a virus, that we need to resume normal life. 70% of Americans want to do that. And the poll also said that only 40% of Americans actually think Biden has done a good job, which sounds really high in my opinion, 40%. I don't know that I believe that figure. 40% of Americans think Biden's doing a good job. I think you've added like 20% to that poll, just like you did Biden's final vote tally in the election. Because come to think of it though, 70% of Americans ready to move on, that actually sounds a little low. So they might have took that 20 away from there and put it on Biden's total because everyone that I know is ready to move on. Everyone that I know. I don't know anyone who thinks that any of this is good anymore. People are waking up. You know, people have had enough of this shit. That's the more important part of that. But they will never, ever tell you that on TV because it's their job to lie to you. It's their job to convince you that a different reality is what's real. A reality that they are in complete control of and able to manipulate and steer and drive. And they want to keep it that way so they can keep control of the mentality of the population, the herd mentality, the actual mentality that steers us forward. The one that a lot of people think they can unplug from and stop participating in. Well, doesn't it need to be steered and guided? You know, the idiot box steers it. Only 30% of Americans even believe in that bullshit television. And it's enough to drive this bullshit forward and to help them get away with this shit. Only 30%. That little of a hold. And they're able to get away with stuff and get things done. The reason for that is inactive people. Because the real problem is people not doing anything people sitting on hands. You can't know about this and do nothing. But what do you do? And we've said over and over again, voting's not the way to go. What's going on in the national stage? That's theatrics anyway. That's bullshit and nonsense. You get involved in your regular life. Instead of looking away in normal daily activities, you say something. You just get involved. You point things out and you take individual stands. You don't have to do anything extra. I'm not asking you to do a single thing extra. In fact, there's really nothing you could do. What could you do? What could you do to fight back against this? It's just a propaganda machine. It never sleeps and it doesn't get tired. And most of it's controlled by robots at this point. You can't fight it with truth and seeds. You can in your regular life though. You can with real people and real connections. So that's what you do. That's how you fight. And as far as social media goes, you know, I don't think that this is the way we stay, the way we've been. Right now, we're doing something at the Sean Yankee show and the Morning Yank, the Morning Yank more specifically. This is Paul's. It's free speech February. And for the month of February, we are not hanging out on Facebook. So you won't see social media posts from me on Facebook other than this show. I will be sharing this show. 
and any streams that we do to that platform. But other than using it as a platform, I'm not going to be using it. And I'm going to be telling you this whole month that we need to get off of there and go to a different social media site. And a lot of people are, you know, another good news. Facebook is dying. Facebook lost about half a million global daily users in the last quarter. So that is huge. Half a million people less than the previous year are logging on to Facebook every day. And that caused Zuckerbuck to lose $29 billion in a single day, pulling him out of triple digits as far as the richest people in the world goes. And now he's only worth a mere $85 billion. So, but Facebook took a big hit as they move into this metaverse shit because who wants to do that? Who wants to live in a smart city crammed on top of each other, eating ramen noodles in an apartment where you own nothing and you have a community car and you're supposed to be happy about it while you strap your life on in an Oculus mask? This is why he's falling apart. But the agenda will move forward. Facebook is lifelong. They don't care about stock market value. And as far as a company, they'll be protected. We have to continue to fight on our own. This is good. Enjoy it. But remember that we continue forward on our own. Otherwise, we'll find ourselves in this shit. And that's not where I want to end up. I want to make this end better than that. I don't want us to end up prepping with Babels. You know, I want us to learn all of that with her. But I don't want us to need it, you know. Let's not try to drive the end forward. Let's try to stop it the best we can. Because we can. We can remove consent. And that's what we must do. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Do you love sweet-looking, clever t-shirts that start up conversations? Do you love stickers? Stickers are cool. When you drink your coffee, do you use a mug? Do you love these shows and want to do all that you can to help support them? Well, I have the answer to all of your needs at the Sean Yankee Show merch store. Our merchandise store is a great way to support our shows and get our message out there. Buy yourself a hundred stickers and place them in random places. Give everyone you know the Sean Yankee Show merchandise for Christmas. Stock your wardrobe with our shirt collection in every color. Support our show. Visit the merch store today. Sorry, I had my mic muted. We've got some of those shirts here on the wall behind me. The tit shirt you can't see right now, but the I'm offended, the don't the say no to the prick, and the morning yank right there behind me. But all of those shirts you will find at our merch store. And that was the ad for the store. But if you can support this show in any way, please do. Whether that's being a monthly donator on Patreon or donating to the show 
or buying some merchandise. You got stickers too and coffee mugs even. Paul has like three of our coffee mugs. I don't have one yet. I want to get our motto one. I want the morning yank and I want the wigga jigga. You know, I kind of am sad that Trump went away because the wigga jigga kind of fizzled out. That was one of my favorite lines, the wigga jigga line. That was what we made out of the where we go one, we go all thing, the Trump thing. So that's where you can get anything to support the show. And yeah, I know I was muted. So I messed up. Dumpster fire. That was for Paul. That was for my buddy Paul. But pretty soon, Babels is going to be here. Babels will be here pretty soon. And uh, she'll be joining us for another installment of Prepping with Babels. So make sure to share this out wherever you're at. Hit like again and share this out. Get this out far and wide because we're going to be doing prepping in just a few minutes with Babels. And Joan's got one of our mugs. And she says it makes her cocoa taste so much richer, which I believe that it would. Because just because it's going to show how much better taste you have in fantastic podcasts. So. Ron says that his sticker doubled the value of his truck, which I do not doubt. So I believe that, you know, everyone's going to see that and go, I got to have that truck because it's got that sweet Sean Yankee show sticker on it. You're going to do that when you get one of these stickers and put it on whatever you put it on. It's going to triple the value of it immediately. So Chris says we're all on the U.S. government drone list. I do not doubt that I am someone that's going to get my door kicked in at 3 a.m. That will not surprise me, you know. Well, it will, but it won't. And I I know Bayless doesn't believe me that that's something that may happen, but I feel like it is, you know. And like Joan's saying here, this is really good news. You know, I talked about that in the rants, that Facebook lost... 500,000 daily users. That's big. So 500,000 less people are logging in every day to Facebook. And like I mentioned, we're doing that hashtag free speech February. Don't do your social media on Facebook. You know, I get it. If you want to watch the show here, we'll continue to stream here for this month, but I won't be doing social media on Facebook. I will be heavily focusing on my gab. And the link to my Gab is in the description. If you want to follow me on Gab, please do. I like Gab. It's free speech, uh, zero censorship social media. And check me out over there. But there's other places to go for social media where you don't have to deal with the censorship and suppression. So let's go to those places. Let's support them during this month. So free speech February. Or like I like to say, fuck Facebook February. You know, let's get off these censorship platforms. Let's find a new place to go gather in a new place and make connections with each other there and build that place up. So Rose said the last that she heard, it was actually down to 23% that support the illegitimate president. Well, I think that's even high, you know, doesn't it seem high? Do you know any real Biden supporters? Anybody that's really excited that Joe Biden is our president? I don't know any, I don't know any, I'm not exaggerating. I don't know a single Joe Biden supporter. I've not met one. I'm sure that they exist. I've heard of them. I've seen them on television, but as far as I'm concerned, it's false. <laughs> but yeah, fear is false evidence appearing real, Ron. That's all fear is. 
You can't let it hold you back. And I don't know if that's true, but it sounds true. Rose says Neil Young actually sold the rights to his music long ago. That he doesn't have the authority to pull it from any platform anyway. And I don't know about that, but it would not surprise me. Marie said it freezes when I say that. What? When I said what? When did it freeze? I love knowing when it kicks you guys and when it freezes and when the feed stops and all of the shenanigans because the AI is constantly watching what I'm saying. It is constantly skirting over what I'm saying to make sure that I'm not saying anything I'm not supposed to say. Because if I am, it has to immediately kick us to the bottom of the news feeds. It has to make sure nobody sees it and keep it suppressed. But, you know, if you guys are ready, Babels is here in the house. But I don't know if she knows her camera is on. So I'm going to look and see if she gives me a thumbs up. Oh, okay, she caught it. She did realize it. But Babels is here. So if you guys are ready, we're going to start our segment. It's time for another episode of Prepping with Babels. Hey, Babels. How's it going? Good. How are you? I don't have the right background up. Good. What's wrong there we go. Oh. I had the news background up. I see that. Now I got the right background up. It's well, prepping it with Babos. It's going good. How are you? All right. My computer wanted to be really slow, so I just about didn't get logged in here. I noticed I was trying to stall. Like I was buying time, but I, I was going to get ready to check on you. We got a new modem coming. I talked to Windstream today. Oh, did you get through to them? Yeah. Our internet company is called Windstream. So apparently they're going to get us a new modem. We're supposed to have good service. They pay for the fastest that we get available. Yeah, she said it was probably the, the modem. It had been over a year old. So she said she's going to go ahead and send it to us through the mail. She said it'd be as fast as send it through the mail and somebody coming and bring it to us. So I just told her to send it through the mail. Oh, okay. Right on. So how's it going? It's going good. What you been up to for the last hour and a half? I haven't seen you. Nothing, just prepping. Just prepping, getting ready for your segment? Yeah, hanging with Marvin. Right on. What y'all been doing, eating dinner? Watching a little iCarly. iCarly? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Marvin likes iCarly. I don't know why. iCarly's a pretty funny show. I can't say I hate it. Anytime I walk in there, oh, I got the wrong thing up. I did the wrong thing again. I'm dumpster fire after dumpster fire tonight. I had Paranormal with Triple P's banner up. You have the Maureen Yank on now. Do I really? Yep. Oh, my God. What did I do with yours? There it is. There's the right one. I'm <laughs> screwing up real bad. <laughs> Two in a row. GMB. It's fun, Three. though. Dumpster Three fires are fun. Three Wasn't that fun to be here for a dumpster fire? It was. It started out right. Hell, yeah. All right. Well, I know you've been preparing for your segment tonight that you have a lot you want to cover. So how do you want to get into that? I guess just dive in. I guess. You want to tell them what you want to cover with them tonight on your prepping segment? Mostly um, tonight is going to be like uh, edibles to eat in the woods or different types of animals or 
plants, berries, a little bit of everything that you could come across to eat in the woods if shit hits the fan. So when we're in the shit, what we can find yeah. and eat. Yeah. All right. Well, first off is, you know, the major things, which is the, the meat or birds that you could eat. You know, birds aren't real. Or stop it. <laughs> All right. What birds and, and meat could we eat? <laughs> uh, deer, of course. Yeah. Elk. Moose. Caribou. Wild bear. Rabbits. Squirrels. You can eat bear? Yeah. I bet it'd be hard to kill one, though. I bet it would. <laughs> I wouldn't want if to do you catch that. catch a bear, you can eat it. Probably eat good for a while. You have a heck of a fur, too. I wonder what bear tastes like. I don't know. It would make a neat coat. Then you got, you know, squirrels, chipmunks, mice, if you had to. Rats. Bert had asked about rats. I said rats. <laughs> yeah, you can eat rats, Bert. You sure can. You can eat horse, too. You can eat dog. You can eat cat. Pretty much anything. Uh, then you got the wild turkey, geese, swans, ducks, grouse, quail, cranes, herons, pigeons. Just about anything. You can kill it. You could probably eat it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Is there any animals that you can't, though? Like any meat that you wouldn't want to? Maybe like types of snakes or something? No, snakes. No, you can do snakes, too. You can really? Do trials, what trials. if it's a poisonous snake? It won't hurt you? No. Why? Because you cook out the poison? You cook it, yeah. Turtles, snakes, frogs. I bet, about that. I bet I'm not. What if I ate a poisonous frog? Well, you're stupid to pick up a bright colored frog. <laughs> well, it looks delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, if it looks too pretty, don't touch it. <laughs> it looks like candy. Yeah, don't touch it. It looks slimy. Don't touch it. Jones had bear. She says it's very good. Yeah. How'd you get a bear to eat, Joan? That's what I'm saying. Where'd you yeah. get a bear? Yeah, where are you getting bear at? They don't sell don't bear at Walmart. I had buffalo and or ostrich and stuff like that, but I ain't had no bear. You've had ostrich? Yeah. I had that down in Texas. Why do they sell ostrich? Because they do. Really? Ostrich eggs too. Really? What they take? What's ostrich taste like? No, I don't know. It's kind of like a mix between, like I think, a chicken and a duck. It tastes different. Duck's greasy, right? Yeah. I've never had duck. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, duck's not that good. I ain't a fan right. of duck at all. No, I don't like duck. Maybe if I had so to. It sounds like you don't really like ostrich. Yeah, no, I like the eggs. The eggs are good. Yeah? yeah. They're big, right? Yes, they're ginormous. Yeah. Then you get to the you get your insects in. I ain't eating bugs. You will eat bugs. No, I'm not. You can eat a grasshopper. Why would I eat a grasshopper? Take the antennas and the legs off it and just eat it. I don't want to. You roast it. You It'll would be crunchy and weird in my mouth. Well, you'll still eat it if you're hungry. I don't know that I would get that hungry. Grasshoppers, ants, ant larvae, crickets, maggots, aphids, termites, sawbugs, earwigs, beetles, beetle larvae. Just about. What is an earwig? I don't know what an earwig is. I just gonna look that up. 
How am I going to know if I find a bug and I want to eat it? And what if it's an earwig and I don't know about it? What if maybe an earwig is my favorite bug to eat? An earwig looks looks kind of nasty. I bet it does. Looks like bug. A Most bugs like, do look nasty. It looks like a cockroach with two forks at the end of its tail. Oh, really? I ain't eating a cockroach with forks at his tail. I ain't eating a cockroach neither. <laughs> You're probably going to tell me cockroaches are high in protein. They are. I ain't eating them. Girls. Okay, fine. Starve to death. Why are you going to eat bugs? What? Look, I'm running my kitchen. In my kitchen, I'm not cooking with bugs. You're not always going to have game. You know what I mean? That's harder to get than what you think it is. Have game. Yeah, animals. Sounded like Ted Nugent just then. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Nerd. But yeah, I can't the, do the bugs neither, Joan. They, I would. I'd, I'd cook them up, boy. Got them grasshoppers just crackling in that skillet. Mm. Grasshoppers crackling in a skillet. There you go. I don't want to be in this shit. Well, I'm sorry. You have convinced me during this prepping segment of yours that I don't want shit to hit the fan. <laughs> me, I'd be okay with it. But you, no. You wouldn't be so okay with it. No. Then we get to your favorite thing in the whole world. What's my favorite thing? Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Oh, yeah. I love those. They're so great. <laughs> You're talking about psychedelic mushrooms, right? No, we're talking about... God dang it. No, I ain't talking about your damn psychedelics. I thought you meant good mushrooms. You can eat. Yeah, you can eat these too. Shut up. Let's take you on a journey. Oh my God. Fine, yeah, starve. Okay, fine, starve to death on your wild mushrooms. Go ahead. I don't want to starve to death. Well, then you better start. I want you to keep me alive. Well, the first one is morale mushrooms. If anybody morale, knows, I've heard of that. Mushrooms, they're wonderful. They're found across most of the United States. Um, they're especially under hardwood trees, orchard burn areas, and anything that's been disturbed or, you know, like ground anywhere. They usually come up pretty good. Uh, it's a short time in the spring. That varies in the spring because we had a weird spring this year. That it came up twice. I mean, we've had we had two seasons of morels this year because it was really warm in the wintertime. And we had another batch of morels come up. Uh, it's got a honeycomb t uh, outside of it. Looks like a honeycomb. Uh Deeply wrinkled, yellow or gray. They're hollow. Um, they're dangerous look-alike. A few mushrooms share the same honeycomb top. When in doubt, throw them out. So if you don't know if it's a if it's a morel, don't touch it. You know, if you don't know your mushrooms, don't touch anything. Let somebody else do it that knows what they're doing. Because they could be poisonous, right? Yeah, yeah I could take you on a ride. I want to <laughs> go on a ride, though. I'm going on a moon ride. Santrells is the next one. Um, late summer through December depends on the area and species. It's a yellow or golden mushrooms, funnel shaped and meaty. Under the cap, they run like a, a gill like, um, looks like gills underneath it, underneath the mushroom. And there is false chanterelles also. And um, they're more of a darker color and the darker center. So, like I said, if you don't know anything about mushrooms, do not touch anything you don't know about. Um, the next one is fairy ring mushrooms. 
They're um, usually around North America, summer and fall. The characteristics are they grow in a ring or arc. The cap is generally one to five centimeters across. When young, the cap might be slightly enrolled, but it becomes unturned as the mushroom matures. And the next one we have is a meadow mushroom or field mushroom. And they are harvested in the spring, summer, fall, and after a rain. It has a white cap that has five to 10 centimeters across. The cap is flat when the mushroom is mature. Underneath the cap, you'll find a pink gill in the young mushrooms, reddish brown and juvenile mushrooms, dark brown gills and mature mushrooms. The stipe or stalk is three to 10 centimeters tall. In your next one, you will find the shaggy mane mushroom, shaggy end cap or mane or mane is what they call them. It's June through November, depends on the temperature. The species is only edible when immature. After the gills turn black, it's got a shaggy cap that droughts over much of the stem. When young and covered in loose scales, the gills rapidly turn from white to pink to black. The species must be harvested before they turn black or they're poisonous. The next one you will find is the hen of wood or the ram's head or sheep's head. That's a late summer or early autumn after the rain. <clears throat> this is a perennial mushroom that often grows in the same place year after year, but only for a very short lifetime. The tube-like mushroom grows in a large clump that some describe as a coral-like. It does look like coral if you look at it. If you ever, if everybody, anybody's ever seen one, it does look like coral. The caps are a grayish brown that are curled or spoon-shaped. The mushrooms can grow up to 100 pounds in Japan, but often much smaller stipes or stalks are white and branchy. They become quite tough as the mushroom ages. So those you will want to clip off as they are younger. The next one is the pom-pom or the bearded hedgehog. Those are, hedgehog. yeah, those look like cousin it off of a tree. Looks like cousin it that's white. That's what exactly. Oh, really? That's exactly what it looks like. They're harvested in autumn. The mushroom may resemble hundreds of tiny icicles dangling from a long or from a sturdy stalk of a mushroom. It's quite distinctive. All white parts of the mushroom are edible. So it looks like cousin it just growing off of a tree. Oh, right on. Mm -hmm. I'm not finding any of those. I just got random mushroom pictures up while you're talking. Yeah, it's called Sheep's Head, if you wanted to look up that one specifically. Okay. Sheep's Head? Uh-huh. That don't exactly look like Cousin It. No. Wait a minute, did I go wrong? Sheep's Head, Hen of the... Sorry, I was on the wrong one. Sorry. It's a pom-pom <laughs> pom mushroom. Pom-pom? <laughs> Yeah, I call it the wrong one. Palm, P-O-M. P-O-M. P-O-M? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I don't know where I got the That bag. is wild looking. So you can eat that. Yeah. Everything white is edible. Yep. It is. Nice. 
The next one you can look up is a giant puffball. Giant puffball? Uh-huh. Late summer to early fall is this harvest. A giant puffball generally grows to 10 to 50 centimeters across, though they reported can grow up to 150 Damn. centimeters across. The inside of a mature giant puffball is a greenish brown. They're edible when young, when the inside flesh is white rather than greenish brown. They're dangerous to eat when mature. So you want to make sure they're white on the inside before you pick them because they'll turn dangerously poisonous. Oh, really? So if they look like that, don't eat them? Yep. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You want them white on the inside? Yes. All right. All right. We are going to look at is the chicken mushroom. Chicken mushroom. Yep. Probably looks like a chicken. <laughs> Harvest season is generally around summer, but can be found spring. Oh, that's wild looking. If the climate is right. This bracket mushroom does not have gills. It's large and orange or salmon pink on top with a bright yellow underside. They grow in clumps along the very variety of trees, primarily oak. Be sure you can identify the host tree accurately. The next one we will look up is a black trumpet mushroom. All right. The harvest season is summer and fall through the winter to southern air into the southern areas. These mushrooms grow in leaf light and can be very hard to spot. They grow in clusters, though, so if you find one, you're in luck. The cap of the mushroom is an inky black, dark brown, or grayish base or trumpet shape. The underside is a smooth with no gills, pores, or teeth. Teeth? Mushrooms have teeth? Well, yeah, never mind. <laughs> it's like I'm not even going to get into that. Right. All right. Let's see what we got next. Let me get to my thing here. Wild edible plants that you can get. Let's see them. The first one is going to be clover. Everybody knows what clover looks like. Yeah. That is one. It has a lot of protein and the flower heads can be grown into, can be ground into flour. Oh, really? You can make flour out of clover? Mm -hmm. the I need to know that in my kitchen. The flower heads. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. The next one is a day lily or a tiger lily. I've heard of tiger lilies. Yeah. They're perennial plants and they grow relatively quickly. They look like a little orange flower. But they are Beautiful as it is nutritious. The daylily is mostly wild edible plants. The leaves are delicious when young. And the flower buds are tasty when eaten raw or cooked. Huh. And this one this one I did not know about because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have ever ate it. But the cocktails or cattails, not cocktails. cocktails. Oh really? You can eat those? Yeah, that's what it says. An iconic plant or marshlands, the cattail is a prolific grower and is full of starchy goodness. The, the large chunk of seeds at the top of the plants can be cooked and eaten like corn on the cob. 
Leaves can also be cooked, mm. and leaves can also be cooked like spinach. Really? I would have never guessed that. I wouldn't have thought of that either. But I did know the next one also, which is dandelion. Everybody knows that they're easily. I actually knew that one. It's an excellent food full of antioxidants and minerals. Young leaves taste best, but the larger ones can be boiled to remove the bitter flavor. Drink the water as a tea if you incline to do so. Hmm. The next thing is wild sorrel. It is, I don't, it looks like a clover, but it's like a really thin clover. It's different. I've seen them around, but if you don't know the difference, you'd have to see it to know what I'm talking about. But wild sorrels is the next one. My computer's like locking up being a piece of shit. All right. And Every part of the cattail is edible, Joan says. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, that's crazy. A Japanese. I never thought that. Japanese knotweed. I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know anything about it. It's a personal. Let me see what this says. The young shoots that come up out in the spring are the best time to eat Japanese knotweeds. Some people say it tastes like lemony, while others swear it's closer to asparagus. Wouldn't know. The next one is a prickly pear cactus. We already knew about those. You know, from Jungle Book, you know what I mean? <laughs> I must not have paid attention to Jungle Book. Prickly pear. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I didn't realize there would be a test. The cartoon Jungle Book, they talk about prickly yes, pears. Prickly pears. When you have Baloo talking and singing with Mowgli. Oh, he talks about those? Yes. He loves them, huh? Yes. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I didn't know. Okay. It's all right. I understand. You know, not. But you know what they look like? Those little, like, uh, pink flowers on top of a flat cactus or those little bulbs. Well, okay, yeah. Prickly. That's a prickly pear. Okay. The next one is a crab apple. Those are little green apples, right? Uh-huh. My mom had a tree of those in her yard. Seaweed or flower. Yes, they are. They are. Next one is seaweed or kelp. That I knew. Soak the seaweed in fresh water for a few hours before eating this wild edible plant. It can be eaten raw or cooked. It contains a tremendous amount of health benefits and dietary supplements. Hmm. Next one is purslane. What is it? Purslane. Purslane? Uh-huh. It's another okay. thing for most folks. Purslane is a common plant you'll encounter all over North America. Um, identifies this fine tasting plant by its thick, succulent-like leaves and habit of growing in all directions from a central point. Cook it lightly before eating it. And be wary of the it's poisonous doppelganger, the hairy stem spurge. Things are poisonous. And then the next we got is our edible berries. Edible berries. We got, we are doing, let me see where my list went. 
All right. First one's blueberry. I, I got like a, blueberries. I got blueberry plant or, or was. I think it's kind of um, mixed into my blackberry plant bush back there. Because I did have blueberries and I think they kind of cross-pollinated. I don't know. So you have blueberries and bunch berries. If you ever see a cluster of little red round berries that grow in a bunch, that's bunch berries. I've seen those. That's what that's what they are, bunch berries. We've seen them when we went to um, Graham's Cave. Yeah. Those were, were bunch berries. The next one is raspberries. Like blueberries everyone heard of raspberries of course they have a tangy sweet and just as delicious as pancakes as blueberries are let me see the next one is strawberries now i have seen a wild strawberry they are a lot different than a regular strawberry they are really in what way they are a lot smaller like oh really like really small like no joke huh yeah, they're probably about like the end of your thumb. That's probably about the size of like the very end of your thumb. Like your fingernail to the tip of your thumb is the size of this strawberry. And just as round. It's not very big. They're really small. Huh. Next one is a stumbleberry. And they look kind of like a raspberry, except they grow up above their leaves instead of hanging down on a short stalk. The leaves are broad and large, as seen in, and they are shady woodland dwellers. The next one is a winter berry, winter green berry. They look exactly like the bunch berries, the red ones, but yeah. they only have like one or two. They just look exactly like the bunch berries, but there's only like one or two, two berries on there. That's exactly what a winter green berry looks Bright red of the tiny Greenland plants are edible. As its name suggests, the winter greens leaves stay green throughout the winter and the berries stay on the plant into spring. That'd be good to know in the wintertime if you see little red berries. I think that was all my berries. You got any other things we can eat out there in the shit? Let me see what I got here. I get hungry walking around punching everybody in the throat. We got blackberries, raspberries, huckleberries. Huckleberries? Huckleberry. I didn't know that was a real kind of berry. Yes. I thought that was something made up for Huckleberry Finn. No. Well, I didn't know. They I look about all the berries. Like, it looks like wild grapes, but it's along a stalk, like a limb. It goes right along this, like tied against this, like a switch. You know what I mean? Looks like a switch, but it's got like looks like blackberries or not blackberries, blueberries all across it, or wild grapes is what they kind of look like. And then you have what is my other one that's on here? Salmon berries. Salmon berries. Yes. Fish berries. No. <laughs> Salmon berries. It looks. Um colored and, salmon uh, it looks like a wild um like a blueberry not a blueberry but a blackberry but it's golden color it's like a why is it called color. salmon berry it's like an orange color 
Oh, does it taste like salmon? A species of the bramble and the rose family. Native to the west coast of North America from west central Alaska to California. That's what they look like. They look exactly like an orange blackberry. Never heard of them before. Haven't heard of them before. Of course, you know the elderberry um, and the gooseberries. That was another one that wasn't on there. And the mulberries. So that was what was on there. And then our flowers that are edible are our daylilies, the wild rose, the trout lily. Trout lily. A lot of fish stuff. Black locust, violets, honeysuckle, passion flower, and chicory. That was my flowers. I didn't know roses were edible. I mean, I, I don't imagine why they wouldn't be, but... Wild roses. Yeah. Yeah, they're different than a regular rose you have that's here. What's wrong with eating a regular rose? Well, I mean, you can eat a regular one, but... It's not as healthy? I guess not. Didn't say anything yeah. about it. Oh. Yeah. And then you can also eat roots. Roots mm -hmm. is another. Some nice plate of bugs and roots. <laughs> yeah, it is like the water lily roots. You can eat those. The burdock root is another one. Thistle root. Toro root. Jerusalem artichoke root. Cattail roots. Of course, we've already talked about the cattail and the shoots. It's the one of the cattail. Watercress shoots, bamboo shoots, and the hemlock shoots. There's another one, stem, shoot, same difference. So you have all of those. If anybody's ever seen a water lily, you know what those are. Thistle root, mostly everybody knows what that is. Um, not everybody knows what a toro root or a burdock root is. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what any of them are, honestly. I'm going to just follow you around and carry stuff. Oh, Babels. Come on. I learned a little bit. Like, I learned I can eat roses and dandelions and roots. Yeah. And I can eat bugs, but I'm not going to. You probably will, though. Why would I eat bugs? Because they're good for you. Why? I don't want to. Mm. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe if we made them into a paste. <laughs> Spread them on your peanut yeah, butter. And I didn't know they were bugs. Like you lied to me and tell me they were something else. <laughs> something chunky. That's chunky peanut butter. Yeah, it's just chunky peanut butter. <laughs> the next thing is our wild greens we have. Wild greens? Yes. Got wild asparagus that grows wild. The dandelions, of course. The nettles. Plantains. Violets. Your mints. All your mints. That you have uh, purse lane, land quarters, self heal, mallow, miner's lettuce or miner's lettuce, and fiddleheads. That's all kinds of greens you can eat. Fiddleheads. Fiddleheads. Fiddleheads kind of sound good. They sound like candy. Um, I don't think they're candy. They probably don't taste like candy. No, they 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 don't they don't look. Like Fiddleheads that. would be a cool name for a candy, though. 
Oh, well, no. It looks like a, um, well, you'd have to look it up. It looks, it looks kind of weird. Well, let me see. I got to find out what a fiddlehead looks like now. Yeah. I'll look it up. Fiddlehead. Probably looks pretty wicked. It's something I wouldn't probably stick in my mouth. Oh, I don't want to stick that in my mouth either. Let's let's show everybody this. Yeah, that's a fiddlehead right yeah, there. The first one, the first There's one right there. Right there. Yes, the first one at the top is a fiddlehead. <laughs> yeah, that one. Right? There's yeah. a wild one out in the field. They just curl up is all it is. It's curled How up. to grow and care for fiddlehead ferns. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to eat that. I don't eat greens anyway. I don't like them. Probably tastes good. Fiddlehead salad. <laughs> You'd probably just eat them just to mock me because I'd, I'd, eat, eat, I'd eat that before I ate a bug. I don't eat greens. Hey, I thought yeah, there's any more pictures. Of what? Fiddleheads. There's a nice bundle yeah. of them. Make you a nice salad. Mm. That's why I'm eating a lot of a salad while y'all eat plates of bugs. How are you even going to know? You don't even know what they look like. What, bugs? I know what bugs look like. A salad. A salad? I know what salad looks like. How? It's that thing that's underneath the dressing. Shush it. You don't even put know dressing what... and cheese on. Now, you know we ain't going to have all kinds of lettuce and everything out Come there. Come on. I'm going to punch somebody in the throat and steal their blue cheese dressing. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'll, I'll do oh it. Oh, my gosh. No way. I'm going to take uh -huh. it. Yeah. Nope. I don't want none of it. None of what? Salad? No, that blue cheese. Oh, blue cheese is amazing. No. That's the best dressing. No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, it is. It is, though. It's the best one. It's voted best in the world. In By a poll who? I just made up. By who? A poll I just made up. Oh. Yeah, number one dressing in the world. My gosh. Yeah. It's I don't think... I don't think people would agree with that. Hot off the presses. I'm no. telling you, everybody agrees. No. That's why was, at the restaurants, they sell the blue cheese with the big, thick chunks of blue cheese in it. Yeah, he always makes sure it has chunks. Because everybody if, loves them. And if they have blue cheese chunks, he wants blue cheese chunks also. So he's got nothing but chunky stuff all up in his salad. Like I love it. Like, it looks yuck. That's blue cheese. is fancy. Yeah. It's for rich it people. It looks like... Like big hunks of cottage cheese that's been molded, and it's always all over his salad, like all mixed up in there. It's delicious. Big old chunks the size of your thumb, and he's just sticking them. So in good. Mm -mm. No. Yeah. Stinks. Oh my goodness, it's so good though. Next thing we got, and that's as if you were out by the ocean. Of course, is some fish, clams, mussels, octopus, shrimp. Lampets, periwinkles, squid, urchin, oysters, lobster, crabs, sea lettuce, kelp, nori, and dulse. We have those. I think I've gotten through. Oh, no, we haven't. Bulbs, tubers, and corms. Corms. Corms, corms, C-O-R-M-S, corms. That's what I said. Oh, I said corn. No, I said corns. <laughs> but these are the ones that you rinse and you boil them, you know, like wild garlic or wild leeks or onions or wild carrots. 
Indian cucumber, let me tell you, Indian freaking cucumber. Don't eat them sons of bitches freaking raw. No, sir. Mm -mm, that's the ones my dad put a joke on me about. Oh, really? He brought it into the house and said, you know, you know, eat this. You know, this is hot, but you'll be able to take it. Go ahead and stick it in your mouth. He cut me off a piece of that, and I stuck it in my mouth. Oh, my God. It was so hot. It was taking the skin off the inside of my jaws. It was so it's, bad. Is this like so a bad. type of pepper? No, it's, it looks like a radish. They call them Indian radish, and it's cucumber. But they grow like a little bitty radish. And they grow in under the ground, you know, like a regular radish. And my dad put a bean joke on me. My God. I, my, I was drooling. My tongue swelled up. It was bad. So bad. And he was doing nothing but laughing his ass off. Did you call child services? <laughs> no way. I would have. <laughs> I would have turned it in for that shit. See, child services. What happened? She ate an Indian turnip. Yeah. That's they are Indian turnips. All right, then. Indian turnips. That's what it is. Indian turnips. Yeah. And now what we got is our nuts. We're oh, going on, about going on with the nuts now. You're getting the nuts in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Akea is the Akeas. first one. I've heard of those. I've seen that on candy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hickory nut. Hickory. Walnut. Hazelnut. Acorn. A beech nut. Chestnut. Pecan. Butternut, pinion nuts, pinions, mm-hmm, pinion nuts. Sorry, and macadamia. Oh, them are all your nuts. Those are good cookies. Nuts you can eat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And now we got grasses, grains, seeds, and pods. Man, I'm gonna have a full kitchen. You are. You are. My bug section is going to be tiny, though. It's going to be ginormous. You're on your own with them bugs. Everybody's, everybody's going to want to sprinkle a little grasshopper, a little bit of cricket. No, on. nobody a wants bugs. Bit, give it a little bit of a crunch. No. Salt a little bit. Uh-uh. Oh, delicious. No. Wild rice is the first one. I like wild rice. Gamma grass. Gamma? Uh, yeah. That's like Bruce Banner shit. Oh, my God. No, it's not. Yeah. Wild barnyard grass. Barnyard grass? Mm hmm What's that? Wild barnyard grass. Ah, I knew you was going to repeat it. <laughs> don't tell me nothing. Is okay. it grass that grows around a barnyard? Oh, hold on a minute. See, maybe maybe you're making some of this put, stuff up. I know I should have put details in every single one, but that's I'm, a lot. I'm gonna of go looking for me some barnyard grass to eat, and I won't be able to find it. One of the most that. common weeds worldwide, and is noted to be a serious agricultural pest, especially in huh. rice fields. Says to significantly reduce crop yield by removing as much as eighty percent of soil nutrition. This it looks like kind of, mm, it looks I don't know it. Looks kind of like wheat, but it has like five or six sprouts at the top that looks like wheat. I think I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. If you look it up, then you know. So 
Next well, time I'll make sure I do detail for you. Next I know. Time. I feel like I should now. What was it called again? Barnyard the, grass. The barnyard. Wild, wild barnyard grass. grass. Let me get to the bottom of this. Let me get on images here. I feel like maybe I've seen this. Let me see. Show everybody else. This, this is the barnyard grass here. I have seen this. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to get a picture where they'll be able to see it. See, look at that. Everybody's seen that. That's barnyard grass. Good stuff. And then Indian rice grass is the next one. Sunflower seeds. We all like sunflower seeds. Then we have wild rye. Dock seeds. Chai seeds. Mosquito pods and milkweed pods. Everybody know what milkweed pods are, don't you? you pop I don't. Look it up. You've seen those things. Come on now. Well, you know I'm city. Milkweed pods. We used to always pull them, pull them apart, and we just uh, I used to just throw those little white things in the air. These are biggins. Yeah. Yeah, white things. Yeah, right there. We just throw them up in the air. Mm, they fly. Yep. And if you look, look at the um, the milkweed flowers. What I used to always pick from my mama, and give them to her. This one here, the flower. Oh, well, that's yeah. not a flower. Oh, that's the pods. Where's the flower at? Let me look up milkweed flower. Hmm. This well, yeah. This here. Yeah, when I was little, I used to always pick it off right there and just take the whole little bulb up to my mom. <laughs> right like, on. They are pretty. They are pretty. Anything else we're going to eat while we're out there? Yeah. I like that there was a lot on the menu besides bugs. You like bugs. I would not. You would eat them. And yeah, eggs. I agree. All kinds of eggs. Different kinds of eggs you can eat. So we can snatch eggs from stuff and eat those. Yeah. Then it's going to be mad at us. It doesn't matter. Whatever we steal the eggs from will be mad at us. We're on top of the food chain. It's all right. For now. Yeah, for now. That's pretty much all mine. Right on. Well, that was good. So I learned a lot about things we can eat when we're out in the shit. Yeah, next time I just got to make sure I have a description underneath each one so I can tell you exactly what it looks like. I know. I was causing problems. You were. I ask a lot of questions because I don't know what none of that stuff is. Yeah, because I keep, I keep forgetting that I'm talking to a city boy and don't know what most of that stuff is. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> I have no idea. But but I've seen it. Like when we looked up barnyard grass, I ended up knowing what that was. I've seen it before. I just didn't know it had a name. Right. Yeah, you've seen most of these plants everywhere. Um, I mean, if you just look them up, they're easy to spot once you see what they are. Most right. of, you know, if you're in the country, some things are called something else other than their common name. You know, you give it a different name. At least we always did. Right. Yeah, you get slang terms and stuff. Yeah. 
Exactly. So you were showing me a lot of the area where you grew up because it's not where I thought you grew up. You know, for some reason, I thought you always lived at that place where your parents lived. I didn't realize well, you lived at a different. No, place. we did. We did live there. That's where my home place was. Is there? But I grew up. Well, we lived at our house that I live at. My grandma, my mom, and dad. But we was always at my grands in Ashley. Oh, so that's so, just where you always hung out. That's where. That's pretty much where we grew up. Was in a little town of Ashley. I yeah, mean, we were I, driving through there, and it was it was real little town. Yeah, we're talking. I've never about, seen the back part of that town. I'd only seen it from the other side. Yeah, the back side, the back part of that town's got like a dark little past in it. <laughs> but it is a real little town. I mean, there's nothing there. It's just. Yeah. I. It's even more country than where I thought you lived. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah totally country yeah backwaters country well that's pretty cool though yeah it was so the only time I, I i spent summers at my mom's farm right but the rest of the time i lived in subdivisions hearing pig squeal is that what you watch yeah that was awful when they would castrate <laughs> the pigs that was horrible i would have to go for a walk i would walk all the way up to the little store it was like two or three miles away so i could get away from the screams He's like, damn, thought it was a silence of the lambs. But it's my stepdad had a pig farm. And pigs, they screaming pigs, they would scream. Yeah. That's my silence of the lamb story. Yeah, it wasn't the lambs screaming. It was the pigs screaming. Pigs. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, it's just, it just, it just floors me sometime to realize how different we are. Like, when I'm saying I'm country, I'm like backwoods country. Like, totally just crazy we just pick up a gun i'm in my shorts and some damn flip-flops for my crocs and i go gigging or i go frog hunting you know it doesn't bother me that i'm into like sludge up to my knees i'm out there getting frogs you know i'm just <laughs> totally different from him he does not he doesn't like getting dirty he don't like camping he don't like hot weather he don't like to be uncomfortable let's just put it that way right he is totally spoiled rotten i'm an indoor girl <laughs> I'm spoiled. I like yeah. electronics and heat and air conditioning and indoor plumbing. Now, are you going to go camping this this summer? Camping? Yeah, you said you were going to go camping. For how long? When did I say that? You said you were going to do that to disconnect from all of the... Was I sober? Yes, you were. Are you sure? Because down south... It's not like go, something I would say. Where we go down to Bruce, Blue Springs or Round Springs down there down by eminence and salem and stuff like that there is no cell service like no, you're i don't like the sound there's of that none. <laughs> like there's nothing down there i don't know it might be nice to go it's beautiful are we camping outside outside yeah of course what it's like in a tent yeah i don't want to go well you'll stay here yeah i'll stay here someone's got to watch bama bama could go with us i don't know why you trying to be like that she don't like camping. She loves being outside. You're just she fine. hates it. <laughs> You're trying to lie. She likes air conditioning. The only, the only way you probably get away with that is Gabe doesn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, someone's got to stay here with Gabe. Gabe be like, forget it. I don't want to go. Yeah, the banjos. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be out where those banjos. My nipple is itching. Oh my, scratch. That's it. real weird. I know. Is that like good luck? Does that mean I'm going to get good luck? Might be. Your nipple is itchy. It might be that or somebody's going to pinch it. I mean. Maybe. If I play my cards right. 
someone gonna give you a titty twister yeah a titty twister <laughs> in my in my future yeah exactly but no it's beautiful down there has anybody been down south if you're if you're from missouri anyway i know Marie's from missouri i don't know if she's still here but marie's from missouri so i know most of you guys aren't from missouri yeah, no, Jonas, Pennsylvania. I'm not sure where Bert's from and not sure who else is here right now, but Marie, I know, is from Missouri if she's still here. Lolly's Illinois. Well, maybe Lolly's been. I mean, there, I mean, maybe the big thing. It's like blue, the springs. I yeah. Mean, everybody goes to the springs. Well, That's everybody does. From Missouri. It's pretty. I saw your pictures last time. It's beautiful. So imagine being there. Now that that springs is 50, 52 to fifty four degrees year round. So if it's summertime and you jump in that summer cold. gun, oh my god, it will take your breath away. It's so cold. Oh but really? Yeah, it's fifty two degrees regardless. That's yeah, pretty. It's, it's it's beautiful. It really is. I enjoyed ourselves, and it's the same as in wintertime. It's fifty two degrees. They don't get no different. So what else you been up to lately? What you been doing? Um, not a lot. Went to a doctor visit, and that's about it. Nothing else. Maculants. Um, I gotta had, go to the doctor on Monday. Had a little feud with our next door neighbor guy, I guess, and I guess he got over it. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> He's such a big baby. Yeah. We have a guy that's by our house. Um, we have a long driveway. It's kind of like an alleyway, but it's really our driveway that goes from one street to another street. I mean, it, it isn't a street. It's my alleyway that goes beside my two-story house. Well, he uses it all the time from because his property is right behind mine, and he does a business of, like, fixing tractors, and he's a mechanic, what you know, whatever. And he is also the chief the fire department. So down our alley, our alley connects his shop to the fire shop. So he's constantly using my alleyway and taking his big equipment down through there and putting, you know, potholes in my gravel, which I don't mind him using it at all. Well, this last time it snowed, not this recent one, but the time before, he always plows my little, my little alleyway there because he always uses it. Well, he only made one strip down through there. And where Zachary uses park, usually parks by beside the house, he put all the snow there so Zachary couldn't park anywhere. So he's parking inside the alleyway. Well, he presumes to get pissed off and wanting Zachary to move his truck out of the way so he can go up the alleyway. Now, mind you, he was being an asshole that day. And he um, was parked behind Zachary or parked behind or park where Zachary usually is. And he proceeded to go in the house or not go in the house, but knock on the door and tell Marvin to move, have Zachary move his truck. We were coming home from, I think, Bowling Green or my doctor's appointment or something like that. And um, we pull in. Marvin's like, he wants you to move his truck. Well, he goes back over to the road that's right across from me. That's where his fire truck, fire department is. He's sitting there in that road waiting for Zachary to move his truck. Mind you, he can go one block up to his to his shop, but doesn't. He's trying to make a stand there. So Zachary moves his truck, comes around, and parks exactly right where he was at. Well, I guess it pissed him off, and so he didn't want to plow our driveway, and he started bunching all the, the freaking snow 
that he bladed off the road behind us up into our alleyway so we couldn't use our alleyway. So I guess somebody called him today and told him he better, better get that shit moved out of the way. So he had to blade it. He bladed my alleyway. <laughs> it's fucked up. I couldn't believe that little stand was going on. I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was going silly. on. It was ridiculous. Over it was this- silly. I'm glad that's over with. I hope it's over with. It better be over with. So it was very petty. And once I found out about it, I was like, that is just crazy. <laughs> To be so silly about it, because you're right, it's just a, a block up, you, there's another road. Mind you, it's my property, and I allow him to use it going up and back and forth, because I'm not petty. I don't care. It connects his business to the fire department, so he's always going up and down through my alleyway, which I don't mind. But don't right. be a dick, because that's my alleyway. That's my driveway that you're using, you know, because you're going to be a dick. Well, I'll have your shit freaking towed next time. So, right, for a little while, he was parking a trailer at the end of the alleyway. Yeah, that's before it snowed, and Zachary just went around it. Yeah. See, I'm not the only asshole in town. Yeah. I'm just the biggest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's crazy is everybody knows me, so when he did that petty bullshit and, like, blocked me in i guess somebody said something to him and so he had to unblock my snow and plow my drive my driveway all the way down so i don't know what happened but something happened yeah because i'm really liked in my town like everybody knows me you well, know neighbors. i'm a freaking alderman for christ's sake you know what i mean i can make it, i can make his fucking life a living hell over there if i wanted to believe me but i don't so I guess he made it either that realized that or somebody jumped his ass, which I think was the latter of the two, because there was more than one person that knew that he did that. Yeah. You don't mess with badass babies. No, I'll get even like, like seriously. <laughs> yeah. So no, he uh, pretty much quit that shit and he plowed my driveway. So that was the end of that little spat. Well, I'm glad. I was hoping that that would happen. I didn't want there to be some petty nonsense. Yeah, that's all it was, is petty. But yeah, you go to the doctor on Monday, right? Yeah, I had to cancel the last one, so I'm going to go this Monday. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do my intake. Hopefully I meet the doctor. Hopefully. I don't know if I get to meet the doctor this time or not. I don't know. To jump through hoops first, and then I'm going to meet my new doctor. That's good. At least you get your doctor, get your doctor back or get you a doctor because your other one retired. Right. But I have to make an appointment with my, my primary, my new, new doctor, because I've never had a primary. I've never had blood work done in my freaking life, like a food, like a blood panel ever done. So I went to the doctor, just made an appointment with a nurse practitioner. She's fucking awesome. Her name's Phyllis. Fucking awesome. So, um, yeah, they called me today from the, um, my freaking, um, back, back uh, doctor called me today or his secretary or whatever, because my pharmacy flagged him and told him, Hey, I need a refill of my gabapentin. Well, when I was with my now primary doctor for the first time, I forgot to tell her that I, that was my last fill on my, my gabapentin and my muscle relaxers. So she told me to go ahead and just 
I may not have to have an appointment. I don't know. But if I do, then, you know, just have her send a call up there and she'll tell them exactly what it is. I have my script, so it tells you exactly what it is, what I need to refill, refill on. So that is something I have to do. I still got enough because I haven't been taking them like I should. So I have enough probably till next month. Fair enough. So we got to jump through some hoops in the Rockefeller medicine system. Yeah. That's fun. Exactly. And then I, I have like with doctors. And then I have my Zoom calls this month and next month. And then I go see my other doctor. You gotta jump through all kinds of hoops. Mm-hmm. Well, that's me. Yeah. You've been I'm, reading and stuff too. We've been watching Cobra Kai. Yeah, I don't I'm not really into it so much this time. I yeah, don't know. I noticed why. that. Like, it's not drawing me in at all. Well, there's not that many episodes we can plug through. Like, we started, we started watching the first one, and I leave, like, halfway through, and I go make two batches of different, two bit different batches of cookies. I know. I was hoping the second episode would make you make cookies, too. <laughs> yeah, because they ate all the other ones. Yeah, let's watch another one. Maybe you'll bake something else. I made uh, chocolate no-bake cookies, and then I made... Uh, Peanut butter cookies with chocolate chips in them. That's what I made last night. Well, those were good. Those yeah, were my favorite ones. I can ones. tell because you were coming in with like three or four cookies with like a cup full of milk and just dunking the shit out of them. I know I had to eat them all. I know. There wasn't none in there. The only ones that was left were my no-bake cookies. There was like three left this morning. I had to do my job. Eat all the cookies? Yeah, that's my job. Hmm. I didn't know that was your job. Oh, yeah. I'll know that next time. Yeah. Make me more cookies and I'll show you how good I am at my job. Make some mushroom cookies. Yeah. There you go. Make me some shroom cookies. No, I didn't say shrooms. I said mushroom. No, that's what I said. Shrooms. But I didn't say that. But I said it. Well, it doesn't matter what you say. You're not cooking. You like what I say. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. Sure you do. <laughs> So you think you're going to be able to go to work tomorrow? I hope so. I don't know. I ain't been out again to look at the roads. Well, when, I went out, when I went out earlier, it scared me. They haven't bladed yet. So just to let you know, it's still the same. I tried driving earlier and I was telling them earlier about it. I went up the road there, just up the hill. And I, I wanted to turn around halfway up the hill, but there was a truck behind me. I had to go all the way up. He probably went a quarter of a mile and came back home. Yeah, I was scared. Yeah, we um, where we live, it's like the last one to ever get hit. They came down one time. That was today. Today was the first time they came down. And they didn't even have the blade all the way down. Mm -hmm. So they came down, and that was it. They came down one time, like in the middle of the road, and, and that was it. <laughs> it it's just a one-lane one road is all you can do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on a main highway. Not it's like scary in the van. I don't like major, it. Not a major highway. Yeah, but it's better in that van. That van is an all-wheel drive. I just, I'm scared on that stuff. Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah, I don't really want to drive on it. But I can't afford to miss. I've already missed three days. Right. I really don't want to miss again. Yeah, but we've been snowed in. She knows that. Well, I know. They're not giving me a hard time about it, which is good, but it's going to hurt me. Well, yeah. But, you know. I mean, 
it's better than, you know, trying to do something you shouldn't be doing and then, you know, have an accident or something because you wanted to be foolish and do something, you know, you should And it's foolish like because, you know, I'm having anxiety about having to call in again. You always have anxiety about that. And she's freaking super cool. You know, she is really cool. But I'm talking about I'm talking about money wise, though. That's really going to hurt. Yeah. I almost feel like I should try and just drive really slow. Be careful. But then what if I wreck and then mess up our only vehicle? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know yet. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll go out and venture again. But I, if you if you said they haven't been back through again, it's not going to be any different. It'd probably be worse. Right. I don't know. I, they haven't been through yet. Because you know it so, gets real cold at night and refreezes underneath. Right. Because people yeah, haven't driving on it as much. Yeah, because it's supposed to be getting down to two tonight. Yeah, it's going to be super cold. So I don't know. We're going to have to make that decision here after the show. Yeah, I don't know how it's supposed to be tomorrow. You have to help me figure it out. I don't know if it's supposed to be in the 40s or 50s tomorrow. I'm not for sure. It's only going to be 34 tomorrow. So it's supposed to be sunny. So it might get a lot of that off. I hope something happens because they still haven't been through to clean the roads, man. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. I can't. They've never been this slow about it before. It's been three days before they got to our road before. No, Today not like this. Day. Yeah, this is just awful, I think. For me, anyway. I don't like to be inconvenienced. I know. <laughs> All right, was there anything you want to tell everybody about before we end tonight? Wrap up? Everybody be safe. Love y'all. Yeah. Next time. That storm's hitting a lot of people, like Jones area right now. What storm? The one that just hit us. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's hitting northeast now. Oh, what's she supposed to get? She's getting ice right now. What's she her forecast? nothing but ice. What's her forecast for? I don't know. How many inches is she supposed to get? Yeah, tell let me know, Joan, how many inches you're supposed to get in the comments there. Yeah, we, got, sure. we, got, we got two tenths of ice before we had our snow. And we got probably about, I'd say about 14 inches of snow. Yeah, it was a lot of snow. Two tenths of ice. So it was really bad. So um, we were snowed in for three days. Today's the first time that, of course, our locals blade for us, just this local town. They don't go no further than outside, than right here in town to go through the driveways. But that's right. pretty much it. But good thing we have a little country store that I work at, or I did work at, that it's here local, that we just got to go one block up and it's right there. I mean, that's a godsend in itself, you know. But, yeah, it's been really bad here. And today was the first time that they went down our road. So, and there was no chat put down or nothing. I mean, they pre-treated the road because I've seen them go up before, you know, the snow or the ice hit. But that doesn't do nothing. Right. Not under all of that. It's not going to well, do anything. I'm hoping they hit it during the night. Yeah, I hope so. Because they're going to be working all night just trying to get everything clean. Because it took them, what, today is the fourth day? So it took them four days to get to us. And that was like 14 inches. I'd hate to see if we got two foot, for fuck's sakes. Right. Yeah, we'd be screwed for like a week. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of the roads are still closed because of accidents. Like um, down on 70, there's like three or four different places that there's incidents. They, they've closed the, the 
the friggin' road all the way down. They closed the one that was there uh, before you get to Jonesburg. They closed it down. And uh, because of an accident. Yeah, there's a lot of bad accidents. And my boy, he was out last night because he's got a four-wheel drive pickup truck. And he was making videos. Him and his pal was out, you know, doing what young boys do. And they were out in the pickup truck and, you know, on the back roads and stuff and down the highways. And, I mean, MoDOT was off on the side of the road. I don't know how that happened, but MoDOT was off on the side of the road. It was in the ditch. And then um, there was quite a few different vehicles. I was out in the ditch. You know, he was making videos or his friend was making videos while he's going down the road. But, yeah, no, nobody should be out in that shit. I mean, at all. Because you're just going to cause somebody else to have an accident. Stay off the damn roads and let the MoDOT do their job. Is that, right. that would be the easiest thing. If they would just stay freaking home for two days so they can clean the freaking roads and get to us. But no. Right. Want to stay home. Everybody wants to go down 70 and go down 63 and 19. Freaking crazy. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'll be able to get into work tomorrow. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll talk about it here in a minute. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to say goodbye to everybody? I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. Bye, everybody. I know y'all have a great weekend. See you next time. I said, love you guys. See you next time. All right. Have a great night, guys. Bye. Thank you.